Hey everyone, this is Corinne Lafon, your favorite radio host, your only radio host and favorite girl, of course, broadcasting to you from the lovely island of Trinidad and Tobago in the Caribbean or between the lines. And you know how we always do it here in between the lines. We start the show off with gratitude or thankfulness. I am so thankful to be here. It's a lovely day. It's great to be alive here another day. My purpose is not over. And once you're above ground, yours isn't over either. It's great to be here. It's great to spend another, another time, another year with this man that you're seeing on the screen. I can't believe it. The, the title of our episode is Hey, and he's waving. It's third time's the charm. I think this is the third time he's coming on my show. And you see, blessings is coming now because the rain started to fall just when I started to say that. So if you hear a little shh sound, I can't control that yet. I don't have those powers yet. Until I do, I'll, I'll tell you how I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> but enjoy the, the nice little rain in the back and focus on what me and this young man here is going to be talking about. And this man's name is James Hill. He's from Rock Hill Publishing. So we're talking about third times a charm. And like I mentioned, I'm sure I think this is a third time. I lost count by now of how many times he's been on my show. But when I look back, I think it's been a year ago and sometime between the year and now he came on and then he's back again. I think this is the second time for the year so far. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's back on before the end of the year. Oh my goodness, he's been doing stuff. So let me tell you a bit about him. He is just quickly, because I mean, when we start talking, you will see the transition. He has created Rock Hill Publishing to publish his own work and give others access to the literary world. And I, I, I will stop right there and tell you a little bit about, about uh, James. When James come on my show, he was an author, an author to promote his book. And from then, this man has transitioned into starting his own business, helping other authors to become published authors and how did he do that? He made sure that he learned the ropes, understand the industry, did it on his own, went through his own struggles and challenges, you know, gathered knowledge, skills, experience to be able to teach others and to help others to do well as an author. And so his company, as I mentioned before, is Rock Hill Publishing. And he will tell us why he called it Rock Hill Publishing in a minute. And what has been going on for him since then. And he wants to... We're going to quickly go into his website because I'm sure on his website he will uh, feature some of the authors that he is working with and those we want to profile now and what's coming up in the near future. So, James, welcome to Between the Lines. I thank you, Corinne. And yes, I do believe this is the third time. A <laughs> charm, as always, to talk to you. <laughs> and probably twice in a year now, yes. <laughs> I think so. I think it's about twice so, thank a you. year. Yeah. So so hold on. Yon, let, let's jump into Rock Hill Publishing. What does the name mean, Rock Hill Publishing? Okay, I picked the name Rock Hill, and as you can see, I see it. Logo there, I see has it. a dragon I see it. sitting I see on it. top of a rock pile. <laughs> yes. And you're slaying your, <laughs> so the dragons. The idea of Rock Hill is that you're slaying dragons. Are we slaying yeah. dragons? Actually, my you? nephew made the logo for me. Oh, nice, nice. No, well, yes and no. In the in the in the Emerald Lady and the upcoming Ruby Cradle, 
there is a war between dragons, men, and mermaids. So, oh. so yes. So in some cases, dragons are bad. In some cases, dragons are good. For hey. Rock Hill, dragons are good. Very good. Once <laughs> okay, we're hanging, because they once protect. We're with, they protect once we're you. hanging with the good guys. Once we're hanging with the good guys, we're good. We're good. Okay. Yes. So, yeah. So, so the name Rock Hill comes from the idea of I wanted to build a company on a solid foundation, which is the yeah. rock. Mm -hmm. And the hill, so that I could see over the landscape and find the gems, the unpublished authors who otherwise would be overlooked. Oh, yeah. And you know, a lot that's of where that Rock is Hill comes from. And you know, a lot of that is happening because there are a lot of authors or people who are aspiring authors. And they are somehow, how shall I say, um, I don't want to use the word challenge, but they seem a bit, you know, like perturbed. They, they, they feel down and out about having to approach the industry because they feel, you know, nobody's going to notice them. And they may be carrying within them a really good story. Yes. That is, that is absolutely true. And that's exactly why Rock Hill is where it is today. As an independent uh, publishing house, we're able to find the people who have been putting their, their, their work out there to the big houses and to all over, really, and been turned down. Because the big houses, they go by formula and they go by, you know, trying to keep up with what's trendy now and that kind of thing. Because mm -hmm. they have a lot of mouths to feed. So I can't knock them. You know, mm -hmm. they, they have thousands of employees. They have a lot of mouths to feed. They have to uh, turn profit and big profits. Uh, as an independent, I don't have a lot of mouths to feed. Still have some, but mm -hmm. I, can, I can look for things that will be otherwise overlooked or considered not profitable or not marketable or not in the clutch right now, you know, and I can put that out knowing that it's a good work and a good piece of writing and it will sell. I mean, there are people who will, if I, I would like it, then other people will like it, you know? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's the one thing about an author. I would tell any author out there, first write to satisfy yourself. Cause if you like it, there's other people who would like it too. So don't yeah. necessarily try to write to that niche of what's selling today, because it may not be what's selling by the time you finish that book. Mm -hmm. That's a very good point. What I want to say is that somebody listening to this may say, I want to publish my book and why should I come to you? Why, why are authors coming to you and what type of authors are coming to you? Okay, let me start with the four authors that we published this summer. Mm -hmm. uh, and one author came to me because his agent in London told him, look up, this off, look up this publishing house. I think they'll do great with you. He wrote a historical fiction uh, name is Zach Vicaris. He wrote a historical fiction about the, um, the fall of Constantinople. Mm. Okay. Another author came to me uh, after 29 different tries with different uh, with other off, with other publishing houses. He went out and he was saying he was going to give it 30 tries. He had a limit. And mm -hmm. after that, he was just going to publish it himself. Mm -hmm. So I was the 29th person on the list, I guess. <laughs> and I say yes. And he was very happy with that. He wrote a cyber, a cyberpunk uh, called um, Hemisphere. 
Now, when I read the, the submission for Hemisphere, it was very interesting. It's about a tidal lock planet, which is tidal locked to the sun, to a star, which means that half the planet gets sunlight, the other half of the planet's in darkness. And this okay. became the driving force between economies and everything else uh, on this planet. A very interesting sci-fi. And I had no idea about cyberpunk at the time. Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't even know that that was a genre. But it has been one since about the 1980s, as she told me. So other people, I met one girl at uh, the Miami Book Fair, which I was going to for about three, four years at the time. And she pitched the book to me in person. Mm -hmm. And I was very, you know, susceptible. It's sort of like the witch, the wardrobe, and the lion. You know that by C.S. Lewis, I think? Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that stor those stories. Yeah, her book is on that that line is called the noggin and it's about a girl who wakes up in a completely foreign land actually different world and this world is full of magic and magical powers and she is beset immediately by the king who's this tyrannical king and of course there ensues the story <laughs> as they say so she finds out that she has magical powers too and Part of that's the reason why she's now there. And then I have another one that we published by the name of John Ford this summer. And he wrote Dominion, which is an AI story. Mm -hmm. But he took a very different approach to AI in that he did his story more on the bi biological, physical nature of building this, which came about as an unintentional uh, uh, development. He was trying to figure out how brains work and how knowledge and information is stored. And so they build this biologically based brain and it becomes aware, self-aware. And so I found him because his sister met me at a book signing at Barnes and Noble. And she said she had no idea what his book was about. She just knew it was science fiction. <laughs> We're doing a science. I was signing science fiction books that I wrote and, uh, she had no idea what, her, what his story was. She could not understand what, what he wrote. So I threw my card and said, well, tell him to send it to me. And he did. He's, he applied to it. And when I read the story, I'm a big science fiction geek, and I read the story, and I was like, wow, this is something. This is sort of like a cross between 2001, A Space Odyssey, and the iRobots series. Oh, yeah. I remember. Um, I, remember. I think iRobots is by Osmanov. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I yeah. That. So uh, he had sort of like that cross, mm -hmm. yeah, of a, of a book. So that's how people come to me from all over, all different ways. Mm -hmm. You know, people just find me here and there. And, you know, other people come, I meet them in person or somebody else meets me and recommends them. So that's, that's the life of publishing, I guess. <laughs> So that is telling me, that is telling me that word is getting around because people are referring clients or business or aspiring authors to you. And the work that you have been doing thus far is being noticed and um, commended. And, and I noticed that the types of books that you're sharing are not, not nonfiction, which you know is my area. I'm a nonfiction author. Right. Those are more fiction um, oriented so sci-fi and and what what are the other genres you you offer sci-fi fantasy romance 
okay. uh, just general fiction. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I don't like the word chitwit, but we have somebody who wrote what she thought was a romance, and she called it Get Out Now, and I had to tell her, yeah, you're not really writing romance. You're more or less writing women's fiction, mm-hmm. which was a very, it was a very good book about a lady who was in uh, an abusive relationship. Right. And she had to, and ergo, to get out now. Yeah. Uh, but, but she pitched it to me as a, a, a romance novel. And I, I learned a little while ago, a couple of years ago, what actually makes a romance novel. And I was like, yeah, this isn't a romance novel. It's a good novel, but it's not romance. It, it falls into the category of fiction, woman's fiction. Yeah. Uh, so it was good. So we published it. Yeah. What would you, you said something a while ago. What would you consider a romance novel? Well, romance has to have a happy, end, happy uh, ending, mm-hmm. happy ever after. Uh, the protagonist the two, the male, female protagonists have to only be involved with each other. Now they have the breakup in the, in the relationship and then they get back together at mm-hmm. the end. This is, you know, the formula that goes through romance. But in the meantime, neither one of them can sleep with another person. Okay. They have to be faithful to each other throughout the novel. So you can only have one lover in a romance. Really? And so like I, I said, have to end up happily ever after. But what if there's another person yes, in the really, picture? really, and I was surprised about that. Yeah, why can't you have another person another in the picture? picture? Why can't you have another person? Or there's she always another person. person. <laughs> because then it's not a romance. <laughs> oh, but what if they find each other? An adult novel no, but what if they find each other? What if he, there's a third person and the two people really realize that they are truly in love and kick out the third person? That's usually what happens. That is, hmm. that is absolutely what happens. It's the boy meets girl, the boy does something or the girl does something mm-hmm. or another person interferes in the, yeah. in the life. So then they break up and then at the end, they find out that they were really meant to be together. Yeah. That is the formula of a romance. That's right. what I found out. Right. I, I, right. Not that I'm uh-huh. encouraging, not that I'm encouraging a uh-huh. personal interference. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah but see she can't see or he and i found this out too Mm -hmm. the man can't go with the other woman either the other woman steps in to break up the relationship yeah he still has she he still has to be faithful to the first woman of course he can't he can't fiddle around there no no, the other woman then come back no 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 that that breaks all the rules of romance (laughs) oh my goodness and love just love love in general Mm. So, yes. so let me see if I can switch over to your website. So the four authors that you mentioned, are they featured on your website? Uh, yes, they are. Okay, let me see if I can share my screen and hop across there. Where, where, where did I, what did I do with your website? Hold on one second. Uh, let me see here. I am trying to switch over. Here we go, I'm seeing a dragon. Are you seeing that? Okay, here it comes. Not yet, it's still circling. There we go. Right. The dragon is there. The dragon okay. is there. <laughs> so if you can scroll down the screen a little bit. <laughs> scroll down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, right there. So mm-hmm. now I can see it. 
All right. Those are the romances. That's my Emerald Lady. Mm-hmm. And coming up should be, okay, that's Mistress of the Rock. He's my guy from Cyprus. And his other book from in that series. And that Nanagan, that's the one who I told you I met in uh, Miami. And that's me again, my sci-fi. And then that's the minion. That's the one whose sister came to talk to me. That's the sci-fi about, and that's Hemispheres. That's the one about the title Lock Planet. That's me again. I remember these. And Florida, huh? we should that's see, we that's me again. Yes, that's uh, where we started. Yes, that's where we started, yes. Yeah, that's where we started. Ah, and there go the Crescent and the Cross, the Villalos, uh Chronicles. And then some more love and madness, some more romances, mm-hmm. more romances. So, yeah. And like you were saying, uh, it shows me that I am doing not, I would say I'm doing well, mm-hmm. okay? I'm doing well because people are now coming to me, finding me, and it shows me that what I'm doing is actually working. Yeah. And it's actually bringing more writers into me. Now, people do want to be published, so it's not really a hard, a hard thing to, find, to have people find you as a publisher. But the quality of work that I'm starting to get mm-hmm. is showing me that people are taking taking Rock Hill Publishing seriously. Yeah, yeah. I, I do have to turn down several books because they are not of you know publishing quality. But we always give them a good um, report on what they did right, what they did wrong, how to improve it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we never just send out the one word, sorry, this isn't for us. We always give them a good report on on their books, mm-hmm. and you know that and that, that sort of thing. Because we are trying to help new writers. We are trying to help you know the individuals who are coming up in this business. But I've been at this oh thirty years or so now. Wow! Uh, and publishing about what seven eight years now. Wow! So yeah, it, I've yeah. been I've been at this a long yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. You have you have some experience under your belt. And I noticed even on your website, let me see if I can find it here, that you're not taking in any, any manuscripts or samples right now uh, because you're no, filled up, no, you're we're filled not. up yeah. until next year, right? Yes, yes. Uh, that shows you how many submissions we have gotten so far. Mm-hmm. And in order to do justice to the people that we have and the people that we that we have accepted already, we have, to cut, we have to cut off anymore. I don't want people to submit to me and me knowing that they're not going to even get a fair shake, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and waiting a year or more just to hear back from me. In that case, they could, you know, submit to other places. There are other, other people, there are other uh, companies out there. And so that's why I cut off the submission because we have so many people <laughs> that we that we figured, okay, look, if we keep taking in submissions, we're never going to get caught up, and we're never going to be able to to help to handle the people that are coming behind us, yeah. so uh, or behind them. So therefore, it's like uh, let's take custom missions, work on what we have, get get beyond this workload, and then we can open up fresh again, and we'll start taking new submissions again. 
So if so, let's say an aspiring author is listening to this. We are in the beginning of October, and we have the rest of October, November, December. So let's say someone is listening to this and they want to get their book out and approach you. What would you say to them that they can do between now and December in order to approach you from January 2021? Okay. What you will want to do is get the book edited. Makes, you probably want to get a couple of beta readers too. Have somebody read your manuscript, have an editor go over, go over your manuscript with you. Make sure it's in the best possible uh, condition. You know, make sure it's well edited. Uh, and, and I'm just talking about making sure everything is spelled right and things like that. That's important. But make sure the content is right. Make sure the flow is right. Have other people read the manuscript, not your mom. But your mom is going to tell you, oh, you're a wonderful boy or girl. And, <laughs> and this is so great. No, find somebody who first off reads your type of manuscript, your type of work, so that they know what they're reading. Uh, have, them, have somebody that will give you a fair and honest opinion of your, of your work and tell you what's wrong and what's right with it. Make those corrections. And then you'll be in a better position when you submit it to me or any other publisher that when we read the book, it flows nicely. The story is well, we don't find plot holes that we know need to be fixed. You know, thing that will slow down the, the publication. If you send in a manuscript and I'm looking at it, I'm reading it and I'm like, okay, you got three or four sub, subplots here that goes off into nowhere and you never come back and characters come in and drop off and you never say why. You know, those are things that need to be fixed because when the reader reads that, they're reading it along and all of a sudden, what happened to this guy? What happened to that girl in the story? You know, that was so interesting. Where did she go? A subplot has to also have an uh, ending to it in your story. So not only do your main plots have to fan out well, any subplots you have in that story need to fan out well too. Mm -hmm. And if they don't, you need to get rid of them. Yeah, yeah. That is good. That is good. So you're, you will be accepting applications from January or is there a particular month in, in 2021 you're looking at? Uh, we'll, we'll probably more looking at like probably March to June. Okay. Well, what you could do is go to the website and yeah. look for when we start putting up a date. When okay. we put up the date that we're going to be January, but probably later in the year, around March to June period, we'll probably start taking them again by that time. Okay, so let me, let me hop back on the website here one second. Let me try and get it back so that um, I can showcase where, where they need to submit. Where, where can persons submit on your website? Right. Well, there will be a there will be a submission tab when it's uh, available again. Okay. Available. So at the top, you'll see a, a tab that says submission, and if you scroll down toward the bottom where it said we're not taking submissions, it'll probably then change to say we are taking submissions again. I'm not seeing it. Uh, I thought there was a message up there, yet. but I can't see it on here. I will have to go on. Right. Yeah, I'm not well, seeing it. There'll be a submission tab when, when we're back. Okay, so yeah. when you're... When we come back... 
back to taking submissions again, there will be a submission tab. Okay, okay, okay. So when things open up, there's a lot of rain behind me. When things open up, um, the page will be open for, for accepting submissions. So I would encourage persons to keep checking yes. the website. Yes, to keep checking the website uh, if they want to reach out to you. But if not, what is an email they can reach you on? Okay, they can go to jlhill at rockhillpublishing.com. That's pretty easy, jhill. And, and they can send me an email there. Okay, jhill. Jlhill. Jlhill at rockhill. At rock. Jlhill at rockhillpublishing.com. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yes. Any final words? We have a few minutes left. Any final words, James? What's what's coming up next? I mean. You're, you're busy. Uh, what's going on? We're in quarantine. You're busy in quarantine. What's going on? Give us some <laughs> final words. Well, quarantine haven't, yeah, quarantine haven't slowed me down at all, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> I would have liked to have been, uh, you know, quarantined <laughs> somewhere and, and relaxing. <laughs> but no, I'm still working hard. We have a, a release coming out in October, October 30th. We just had a cover reveal yesterday, and it's the Necromancer's Lament by David F. Balog, and he's our, he'll be our next release, and like I said, October 30th, we're going to have a book launch party on Facebook, so look up Rock Hill Publishing uh, on Facebook, and you'll find information there, and, you, and I invite you all to come to the book launch because the book launch is a lot of fun. We give away uh, copies of the book. Uh, right now you can go on Amazon and find the book. It's called Necromancer's Lament. And uh, Lament, uh, actually is a better way to pronounce that word. <laughs> and, uh, so you need, to, you need to extend an invitation to me so that I can share it? Yes, oh I'm yes. Sure, yeah, I'm sure I will. I'll send it, it to you too. Yeah, so that I can put it up and let people know about it so that they can hop on and be part of the, of the party. Yes, join, join the party by all means. Join, <laughs> join the party. Oh, and go fun. to Amazon right now, look up Necromancer Lament and pre-order and pre-order the book. We will really appreciate that. And you pre-order the book and then when the book comes live, you'll be the first ones to get it. That's the way to go. I know everything is virtual. Anybody from all over the world, no matter what time zone, should be able to attend. No excuses. Yeah? That's right. Even if it's three in the morning where you're at, you know, you wake up for 15, half an hour, hour, you have a lot of fun, answer a couple of questions. We have giveaways. You know, it'll be, it'll be amazing. This guy wrote an amazing book. Uh, and, and, you, and you're going to love it. If you like magic and Harry Potter type stuff and things like that, you are going to love this book. That is awesome. It's, listen to me. It's always a pleasure having you on Between the Lines, James. And what really I love about having you on my show is to see your growth. You keep growing and expanding and growing and impacting people's lives. And I know that's what you're about. And I really commend you on the work you're doing. And keep keep at it. Keep at it. I remember, you know, that that original time when you came on my show. I'm supposed to be in the movies. Remember, it, 
I, 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 I still got you on oh, my yeah, guest list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going to walk the red carpet together. Thank me. you. Thank you. I just want to remind you of that in case you forgot. <laughs> you know, you know, when you get all big and all that, you might forget who Corrine is, you know. I never, just, never, I, sweetheart. I, I will just, never forget you. <laughs> I, just, I just want to remind you, you know, you might find another author who is doing well and you might say, oh, you know, I didn't remember Corrine, and you take that other person on the red carpet. You know, I'm just saying. You're going to be number one in my entourage, always. <laughs> oh, I, I have to have a, a big entourage to go to the, That's to right. the Hollywood, you know. That's right. I love That's talking to you. You're, you're an amazing right. person. <laughs> but it's been a pleasure having you. The rain is pouring so much heavier now. So before we get uh, cut yeah. off, yeah, you hearing it? Before we get cut off, I want to tell you thanks so much for being on my show, and I look forward to hearing so much more about you and Rock Hill Publishing. Congrats to all the authors, all the best. Thank you. you, thank you, and to you too. Your show is great, and I love it. And thanks for having me on so many times. <laughs> That's all right. Anytime you're ready. Anytime you're ready. All the best to you. All right. Thank you, Corinne.